Hey, I'm Dave. And a fun fact about me is that I'm Kate's producer for The Daily Dollop. Kate's taken a well-earned break this week, so we thought we'd go back into the archives and reheat some of the most downloaded episodes over the last year. So enjoy The Daily Dollop Reheated. Hello, everyone. My name is Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, we're going to talk about why outsourcing your meal planning is not a very good idea and how you can be a smart meal planner to help you stay consistent with your healthy eating long term. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop, everyone. My name is Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub. And fun fact about me is I like smells. I do. I really like to smell things. Like it's springtime now and outside when I take a big deep breath in, it smells good. I just like things that smell nice. Consequently, bad smells really are not fun. Like when your husband farts in bed, like not cool, babe. Anyway, on with today's show, which is all about meal planning. And the key question I want to address is something that I've been asked throughout my career so many times, and that is, Kate, can you please write me a meal plan? And it sounds like an innocent request. Surely getting a qualified nutritionist or dietitian to write you a meal plan is a good idea. It sounds like a good idea in theory, but it's coming from this place of just tell me what to eat. I don't don't want to think about it. I just want you to lay it out there. I'll do as I'm told. Just tell me what to eat. And I get it. A hundred percent get it. Sometimes I feel like that too. Somebody just tell me what to eat, what to do. But the reality is, is that nobody knows your life like you do. And somebody can't write you a meal plan that will suit you perfectly. And there's a couple of reasons why somebody writing you a meal plan is not a good idea. And I call it outsourcing. And I think the diet industry has literally told you that you need to outsource your meal planning. You don't know what to eat. You are a terrible eater. So subscribe to our program and we'll give you all these beautiful recipes and these lovely meal plans and Um, we'll tell you exactly what to eat. We'll give you lists of foods that you should and shouldn't eat and we'll just spell it all out for you. It'll be so easy. You won't have to think. All the thinking is done for you, right? And it sounds so appealing because you're busy, you're time poor, you're so tired of thinking. In fact, I reckon that the new modern disease, probably not a disease, that's probably not a good word, but the new modern peril is decision fatigue. Oh, so tiring to just constantly having to make decisions and think. How lovely would it be to just have somebody else think about your food? And so I get it. The appeal of programs that provide meal plans and just tell you what to eat is really, really high. The fact of the matter is, is that many of those meal plans online are not designed for you in mind. They're written for the masses. I've written meal plans that 
people have followed and they've gone to me, oh, that doesn't really suit me, Kate. And I'm like, I know, because I didn't write it for anybody in particular. I wrote it for hundreds of people to follow. Um, it doesn't surprise me that, that you can't stick to it because it doesn't suit your life. And even when I've written meal plans specifically to clients, I've asked them what foods they like and how they like, clients still don't follow the meal plan. And there's a few reasons why. One of those reasons is that meal plans just in general, probably through the filter of just diet culture and this pressure for the perfect diet and the perfect body, is that they foster this all or nothing approach. It's like I have to stick to this special quinoa porridge for breakfast and I've got my two nectarines for morning tea and then my tuna salad with lots of shredded kale in it, toasted almonds and cranberries, right, salad, which is great. But what if your nectarines aren't in season? What if you forgot to buy kale? What if you don't like tuna? All of these things matter and you end up thinking, because I can't follow this meal plan perfectly, out goes the baby with the bathwater and we think, ah, oh, stuff it, I'll start again tomorrow or I'll start again Monday. It's this real fostering of having to get the meal plan right and perfect that actually completely undermines your progress because as soon as you deviate from it, you either one, don't know now if you're doing it good enough to get results or two, you feel like if you can't get perfection, then you're not going to do anything at all, which is a really um, unhelpful mindset to adopt. So that's the first thing with meal plans is this whole all or nothing approach to eating. But the second thing with a meal plan, particularly one that was written for you by someone else that you've outsourced or it's a meal plan from the program, is it, it's, it doesn't take into account the fact that plans change and that you need to be flexible. So I don't know about you, I've got two children, they're 10 and nearly 12, and ever since I've had kids, my day never goes. <laughs> 100% the way that I plan it and holler out there if you're a mum and you feel the same way there is no way that I can stick to a meal plan exactly how it's laid out um, because my life changes but the fact that I know what my nutrition needs to be I know what my skill level in the kitchen is I know um some good food knowledge is that I can be flexible throughout the week as things change and I can adapt accordingly. I can also um, use my meal plan to help me. Sometimes when we outsource our meal planning to a, a program or um, we're trying to stick to a certain way of eating so we get results is that um, it becomes more cumbersome. You're having to spend more time in the kitchen cooking recipes that you've never cooked before, spending hundreds of dollars on ingredients that you never buy, feeling like, oh, this is taking so much mental energy to cook. Whereas if I plan my meals for me, knowing my nutrition needs, but knowing my routine and my food preferences and everything about myself, I can go, hmm, Monday nights, Carter has football training. I need to make sure I've got a really quick, easy meal on that night. Thursday nights, I hate the world, I'm tired, I'm cranky, that must be an easy dinner, otherwise we will get takeaway pizza from the shops because I just think I don't care anymore. And nothing wrong with takeaway pizza either if that's what happens. Sometimes I plan takeaway pizza into my meal plan. But 
I can, I can adapt my meal plan to suit me and serve me. It actually helps my week go better with my meal plan. So I guess at the end of the day, you want to be thinking about what's the meal plan really there for. If it's to help you achieve a particular result, so weight management or you're managing a health condition, then you really want to start to think about starting to learn the fundamentals of your meal plan. And one of the things that I'm really passionate about, and it's what my signature program does at the Healthy Eating Hub, is it actually equips people with nutrition knowledge and then shows them how to translate that into their life and make their own meal plans. Because the philosophy of um, give a man a fish and feed him for a day or teach a man to fish and feed him for a lifetime applies to the meal plan as well. If I just give you a meal plan, you can only be a healthy eater so long as you're following that meal plan. But if I teach you how to meal plan, how to meet your nutritional goals, how to be flexible and manage your life, how to um, adapt when things happen unexpectedly, then I teach you how to be a healthy eater for the rest of your life. And I give you the skills and the tools to be able to do that week in, week out, manage busyness and stress and craziness. So if you're keen to ditch the food guilt, to ditch the all or nothing approach to healthy eating, then I would suggest that you stop trying to follow outsourced meal plans that weren't written for you and start to learn some fundamental nutrition principles and apply them to your life. The first one that I want you to start with is eating more vegetables. And I know it sounds crazy boring and you're like, eh, where, Kate? But honestly, and a fantastic study, and I will link to it in the show notes, that looked at a bunch of different lifestyle factors and the risk of death and disease. It showed that by increasing your vegetable intake from one serve a day to five serves a day, decreased your risk of death and disease from chronic diseases by 20%. Like, what the heck? These people, this is, they didn't change anything else about their lifestyle. They were still smoking, still drinking, exercise levels stayed the same. Nothing else changed. They just increased their vegetable amount and that gave them a health improvement. So if you can use some kind of organization strategy to plan your meals and, and ensure that you can include more vegetables into each and every day, you will be going a long way to, one, helping maintain a healthy weight long-term and two, improving your health. Keep it really simple. If you're not consistently hitting your vegetable target, then no other special weight loss program is going to work for you long term. Guys, I hope you got heaps out of that today. Ditch the outsource meal plan. Get stuck into learning how to do it for yourself. A couple of key things that will help you, I will link to them in the show notes, is the team and I have put together a comprehensive summary of organization and meal planning for busy people. It's a fully accessible page on our website with so much information about meal planning, how to do it, the key considerations, lots of information. Head over there and check that out. The other thing is, is if you've been touched by diet culture and you're feeling really stressed and frustrated about changing your eating habits, then take our diet personality quiz it will actually help show you where you might be going wrong and give you some first steps. The link to that will be in the show notes as well. 
I know so many people that are frustrated by the fact that healthy eating is really hard to stick to, especially if they've spent so many years trying diet after diet and meal plan after meal plan. And I've just found, you know, after 16 years as a nutritionist, that at the end of the day, I believe that healthy eating is a skill. And so I created a unique program that helps people develop the skill of healthy eating. It combines micro learning, support, behavior change principles, right at your fingertips. And so instead of sticking to a diet, you are encouraged to change your behavior one habit at a time, as well as also delivering you heaps of achievable, practical nutrition advice, lots of recipes, food inspiration, things like that. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Well, that's it for the show today. If you're liking what you're hearing, give me a review. Leave some five stars there. I would super love that. Share this podcast with a friend and we'll see you next time. 